0: Until you got to have faith.
1: What is faith? In Hebrews 11th chapter, first verse, the Apostle
0: Paul writes, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. One playwright writes, It's believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It's a belief where no one else believes. Dr. King says, If you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny and age old grudges. But there's goodness in all of us. There's goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. You got to have faith. All right, today is um, April the 27th, the day after uh, Easter, and we've got the whole gang here. It's been mm-hmm. such a long time. Hello. Deb and Craig, the how's everybody? after Easter. Happy Easter. The weekend after Easter, yeah. yes.
2: <clears> like the day after.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought I said the week after, but there you go. It's great to have everybody here. How's everybody doing? Good. Good.
2: Thank All you. All right. Good
0: morning. All right. Good morning. Good morning. And I've only, uh, with Deb, I think it's only been a couple of days since I've seen you, because yeah. we are in a musical together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, We are going to dive into Matthew 11th chapter, verses uh, 28 through 30, and we'll probably talk a little bit more on Matthew 11, but we want to talk about um, uh, rest, and uh, before we do that, I will engage us in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning. We thank you for um, just inspiring us to dive into your word. We thank you. We love you so much. We thank you for the sacrifice that you gave to us on Easter and the week that we uh, celebrated of, of your passing and you ascending into heaven and you being on the right side of God and just everything that you have bestowed on to us. We strive to be good Christians, good children of God. Um, we walk in your light and we ask that everything that we say, everything that we do, everything that we are will be blessed by the love of you. We thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Amen.
1: Amen. All right. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> yeah. So
2: um, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, I this was my pick. Um, I've been struggling for the last two weeks just to have any energy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was looking for verses that spoke to exhaustion. <laughs> um, and... So let me read it. This is the NIV version. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light.
0: And there you go. Mm.
2: So there are several things, you know, here. This this song um, always comes to mind by sang that song um, whenever I see this verse it, it, uh, sorry um, um, it is by John Michael Talbot um, from the early 70s be not afraid I go before you always come follow me and I will give you rest um, that always does make me restful actually yeah, it? <laughs> it makes it's me boring. feel like yeah, oh yeah um, and then in the second verse, the take my yoke upon you. So, you know, for those of you who don't know what a yoke is, it is a wooden harness um, that attaches to reins that is put on oxen or um, yaks to plow field, like to help. Lead it's like them. a
0: circular thing that's put around the neck. Is that right? So it implies well, it kind of. it could be a circular, but
2: it okay. could be rectangular, but it's. Oh, sure.
1: It's it implies kind of a forced labor.
2: Yes. Kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, and so when it says take my yoke upon you and learn from me, it, it's like your yoke that you have devised for yourself mm-hmm. is maybe not the smoothest path. Yeah. <laughs> it may, you may be digging too hard. Mm. Um, take my yoke. It's light. It's easy. Yeah. Follow the path that I've set out for you.
0: Yeah. Take away the heavier yoke for the lighter yoke. Yeah. which is Which is my word. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's fantastic, and I tell you, this week, this verse has really spoken, sp- spake, spoken, whatever, sp- spoken to me. Um, so I work in the DA's office, and I work in the White Collar Crimes Division, and we do a lot of paperwork. So if there's a search warrant that's done on somebody, and they've committed a crime where it involves a lot of business transactions and stuff, then we have we, the paralegals, have to copy, and and photos, photocopy, and scan all of the paperwork. And so I literally have over the past month, really, I think it's like 15, 20 boxes worth of stuff and okay. undoing the paperclip and laying it on the glass and whatever. And,
1: and then you have to put everything back the way it was. Exactly, right. exactly
0: right. the way it was because we have to give it right back right. and to wind up my story. So basically I was doing all of this just by myself because I was like, hey, I was assigned to it. And finally I was like, you know what? We've got other people here. I'm going to ask for help. I just, I just have to. And it was, um, it's something that's sort of anathema for me because I'm like, hey, listen, if there's hard work to be done and I'm then assigned to do it. You set the pace. I've got to do it. Yeah. And asking for help, that's just not something that I was raised to do, which is uh, something that we've talked about, something mm-hmm. that I need to work on in my life because we need help. And as Christians, Jesus is right there. We can ask for help. What's fascinating about Matthew 11, He also talks a great deal about John the Baptist. I think John the Baptist at this point is in jail. And he's talking to the other people here. And he's talking about people who don't believe, who just who, who hasn't believed. And it sort of implies to me that John has been doing a lot of work to tell people about Jesus Christ. But no one else is doing the work with him. He's doing it all mm-hmm. by himself. And now Jesus is saying, hey, I'm here now. You can relax, and it's fitting that we're talking about this immediately after Easter. Easter, because the cross reminds me of uh, it it is you know the yoke of yokes. It's our sin.
2: Yeah, we we always say that phrase: "Your cross to bear." Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, so that's how it speaks to me.
2: But it's also not just a like for me right now. It's a physical exhaustion. Yeah. Um, But this verse also speaks to a, a. your soul being exhausted and that if you follow this path, y- your soul will find rest. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like whatever you're upset about or, t- you know, burdened with in your heart. Yeah. Can be lifted. Yes. And, and given over to Christ.
0: Yeah. Great. Uh, does it speak to you at all?
1: Yeah. Well, especially this time is, you know, this, this time of year is probably one of my favorite times of years as far as like church stuff. Mm-hmm. Holy Week and then the whole preparation for, you know, Easter Sunday and the resurrection and, you know, the whole 40 days of Lent and how it all began and, you know, the kind of tasks that you, you know, set forward and the things we've studied. And, and one of the things that I thought was really interesting is that, you know, at the, at the end, at the crucifixion, you know, it's, it's like all the apostles were kind of like, you know, really fearful, you know, for their lives. And, you know, they... Know, Christ was crucified, and they were coming after them. You know, yeah. And then when they heard about the resurrection from Mary Magdalene and and, uh, and, and the other women, they didn't believe it. Well, Peter made kind of believed it because he he was the one who went back to go check it out. But you know, they 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 said it wasn't true. And I think they were still living out of fear until you know they met Christ. You know, afterwards, after he had risen and. And then, and then it became on them. Then it was their yoke. If you would, if you, would you know, want to kind of like mm-hmm. tie it into this to me, mm-hmm. and uh, it it gave them, Christ gave them a, a renewed purpose, you know, and gave them kind of special powers, you know, to kind of do this. And eventually, a lot of these apostles were tortured and were imprisoned and were killed even after they already kind of committed to this idea that they're going to start this church, that this isn't just some... I don't ki- think
2: any of them died peacefully. Th-
1: this is no,
0: th- no, I don't they think
1: so They decided that, you know, come what may, this was not going to just be one cult. That and There were a lot of cults mm-hmm. around that time. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and they were going to defy Rome and they were going to keep going, you know, and, and they made that commitment to do that. And... Uh, when you think about that in those terms and then your life, it sort of kind of puts it in perspective yeah. to me. And I feel like, you know, and especially in this, this is kind of paraphrasing what we say in the closing of every service in our, our church. It's kind of like, come to me, all who thirst, and I will refresh you. It is a, a reassurance that you're not in this alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you are not in this alone. And it's not an easy path. Yeah. There is work involved. Exactly, there's responsibility that involved. There's there's commitment involved, and it's not necessarily, you know, a commitment that's going to benefit you personally.
0: Yeah, you know, and that's something that Craig, you and I were talking about during lunch. I'm sorry, breakfast, about why? Because we're talking about people who don't believe. There are people who don't believe. They're like, well. This concept of, of giving my burden to God or Jesus Christ is such abstract. What exactly am I giving? What burden do I have?
1: Yeah, why did all these bad things happen to good people? You know, It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Why would a loving God allow that? Walk sure. So.
0: I, I wrote down some things as, as when you gave yeah. this thing. Um, Jesus acknowledges all the hard work John the Baptist has done in preparing people for the coming of Christ. And he knows the persecution. He, Jesus, knows the persecution John, ha- John has received because of it. Jesus offers a resting place. He offers to carry your burdens, your cross. You don't have to carry it on your own anymore. Then there are the questions. Have you ever felt alone in working hard? (coughs) Have you ever asked for help or do you try to endure it all by yourself? And also the third thing, which is what you brought up, Deb, there's different types of, of burdens. There are the physical burden and there's the psychological or the emotional burdens Mm -hmm. that we feel that we carry. Um, this past week, my great aunt Ruth passed yes. away. Uh, she was eighty-nine years old, and you know she uh, lived a nice, long, long life. And I got one of those phone calls you don't want to get early in the morning at three in the morning. I forget it was a Monday or whatever. You know, so and so died, and you know you need to call so and so and this and whatever. And I t- my knee-jerk reaction was annoyance. Uh, I was like. Not only did I not not want to be waked up at 3 in the morning, of course, they don't know. They're not aware of the time difference because my folks are in Washington, D.C., in that that area, the East Coast. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, I was annoyed because I didn't want to, very selfishly, I didn't want to take on this bad news. I'm not prepared for death. I'm like, why can't she die when I'm, you know, uh, when I'm there? Or, you know, why can't I? I want to, be, you know, it it never comes at the right time, mm-hmm. and sometimes I selfishly feel like, well, why is anyone bothering me about you know their suffering and their despair? I don't I don't want to deal with that. And I catch myself and I say to myself, I've got to realize that people are calling me because they care and they need to relieve their mm-hmm. burdens. Or you know, when you receive calls, or let's say when our parents call, and or when our friends call to either annoy us or 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 I don't know, they need a place to stay, like I'm thinking about your friend, Deb, and you know, whatever. That can be very annoying. That can be very, and I think about people who don't believe in God, atheists, who are like, well, I just don't believe in Jesus Christ. Whatever. My personal feeling is they don't want to take on the burden because when you're a Christian, they're, they're assignments. It's like being signed up for, you know, the Army or the Armed Forces. You know, it's like, hey, listen, we've got shelters, you know, that need to be taken care of. We've got food banks. We've got tithes and offerings that need to, that you need to give. There are services. There's fellowship. There are people who need to lean on your shoulder. Some people aren't willing to to do do that sort of stuff for whatever the reason is. So I caught myself. I answered the phone. I talked to my aunt, and I listened to her, and she wanted to know if my dad would sing at the funeral. And she just wanted to talk. Just talk about, you know, just uh, download her emotions.
1: Well, you tried not to go back to sleep. You listened, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was wide awake then. I mean, you know.
2: She didn't call your dad?
0: Well, she doesn't, you know, to make a long story short, my mom and dad have been separated since 1976. They've been divorced for a long time, and my mom has been dead since 2006. Kind of the go-between for this little... Yeah, exactly. And, of course, dad remarried, and so there are all sorts of politics with Uh it. Well, gee, do I call this man who's married to another woman who is not my sister who passed away. <coughs> yeah. So I can understand them wanting to have a little distance. Yeah. Uh, and also they're going through their stuff too. And um, so that's fine. So I'm the always the go-to person. I'm the, I'm the you know, that person. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so it's cool.
2: Whenever something like what you're saying, like somebody's asking something and I my initial reaction is like, this is a burden. Yeah. Then I ask myself, why is God sending them to me? Yeah. Why are they coming here? Mm-hmm. What am I? Uh, what does God want me to offer them?
0: That's exactly right, and it's a way of saying God acknowledges me. He acknowledges me. It's almost like the coach that points at you. You know, we're in basketball season now. The mm-hmm. Warriors just knocked off the uh, the Clippers. Yeah, I saw it. So they're advancing around mm-hmm. to round too. But it's, it's as if Steve Kerr. You look a little like Steve Kerr, by the way, Craig. Also, Craig,
2: you know, <laughs> I know you think. <laughs> do, I, do, I do I look, look nice annoyed I am. I think.
1: Well, from what I know about Steve Kerr, he's probably really annoyed right now. Yeah, but he's a, he's a mellow guy. But imagine <laughs> God were to How point
2: we also advance in hockey as well. Exactly. So. I know we're doing That's good. right. Yeah,
0: the
1: Sharks. But in yeah, any and case. M- and the A's are yeah. maintaining okay.
0: So, in any case, if God points at you at the bench and says, hey, get on the you're floor, in. you're yeah. in. Yeah. You can either be, oh my God, oh. Uh or you're like, hey, pfft, yeah. let's go. because yeah. it could be needs a
2: combination. <laughs> that,
1: that's, that's right, because you don't know what it entails. Yeah. I usually say my reaction to that is like, okay, but give me strength, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I found myself
2: this week yeah. in my exhaustion uh, just pausing and saying, all right, God, give me strength, give mm-hmm. me strength. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, God is an undepletable source of strength. Yes. Yeah. Like, and, and that strength that someone asks of me, mm-hmm. I can take from God. Yeah. And it's ju- I'm just a channel. Yes. <laughs> and, that de- and, and
1: that is such a lovely one, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that depends on your belief. You know, we believe that God is a strength. We believe that the words of Jesus Christ sure. uplifts us. Up. Now, there are folks who don't. I mean, you know, we, we, we call this you've got to have faith because people who listen do have faith. There may be some who don't. You know, we have friends of mine. I had one friend of mine who, you know, uh, I've talked to her on the Yay podcast. She's like, you know, I'm not really the audience for that. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, But for those who do have faith, you know, if if you believe in God, then use that. Use the resource. God is a resource. Jesus is a resource. The Bible is a resource. The church is a resource.
1: I think, you know, I think we we underestimate ourselves a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I did. Um, um, Recently watched a movie. Mm-hmm. called The Case for Christ. If you guys ever see that, it's really cool. It's about oh, this yeah. Chicago Tribune writer who was an atheist, and his wife became a Christian, and she was like, come along, babe, I want you to I'm get in the in, I want you to himself. get into this with me. And he mm-hmm. was like, no, no, i got to figure it out. And so he went to all these biblical scholars, and then, like, until he got the evidence, mm-hmm. you know, because he was a reporter and a journalist, and he had to have proof for everything. And then, I don't know, it was kind of uh, the movie kind of, you know, kind of, I liked it, and I did like it, but I really mm-hmm. liked all the biblical kind of knowing of this history, the history <coughs> of that time in Palestine, you know, that time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what the people were like, and what, and what the culture was like, and the fact that, yeah, there is this really, like there's really good mm-hmm. biographies of Jesus Christ called the Gospels, and yeah. they're pretty legit. yeah. Um, but, you know, and then he became like, I don't know, turned around or converted, and I don't really feel like faith is something I need physical evidence for, but I'll say this. Uh, I just, maybe it's been three or four years now since I decided to turn my life over to um, a church, over to kind of seek and, and understand, um, you know, mm-hmm. Christianity as my spiritual focus, as the lens, which helps me to be a better person mm-hmm. and, uh, and and create a better world because mm-hmm. i, I desperately needed to do both of those things four years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I used to feel like things were binary, mm-hmm. you know, that there was good and there was evil and then there was doubt and then there was faith. And then, you know, one thing. Yeah, no great area. One thing squashed another. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of the second law, the law of thermodynamics, you know, you know, you push a balloon in one direction and then the other one shrinks and then mm-hmm. do it back and forth. And there's only that much air in the balloon. What I found is, is like, no. That's not true at all. Um, there, I could go on believing there's black and white and good and bad, and the world is just binary world, life and death, you care, you don't, you know, that kind of thing. What I found is like, yes, those things exist. I will always have sin. I will always have bad habits. I will <laughs> you know, I will always have things I need to work on in my life. Mm-hmm. And I have good things too. And it's not like one gets squished and the other gets bigger. It's just that with God, I have more. I have more capacity. I have more strength to do something that I didn't think I wanted to do, or couldn't do, or refused to do mm-hmm. uh, the day before. You know, whether mm. it was to help myself or to help others, which is kind of like sometimes it works both ways. Um, mm. But but I found like uh, no, uh, d- doing this has given me capacity and legitimacy to keep on doing more things. You yeah. know, it's it's been it's created a platform for it. Yeah, you know,
0: I you know, when I I guess when my round comes for a uh, subject matter, I'd like to talk on belief and faith and, you know, what is our foundation? Because thinking about you, that movie that you just the
1: uh, the case for Christ, it's an interesting movie. Uh, uh, those mm-hmm. who feel skeptical or mm-hmm. dealing with people who are skeptical, uh, you know, it's good if you're yeah. looking for fact based kind of, tes- mm-hmm.
0: you know, testimony. Uh, but I do wonder about. If you don't have your foundation in God or faith or whatever, and I promise we will get back to, you know, the work and the rest. But um, what do you have your foundation on, whoever it may be? There are a lot of people who wrap their foundation or their validity on the person they're with. I like, well,
2: I, I also think that a lot of the tenets of our faith, mm-hmm. um, pe- people walk in those tenets. They yeah. just don't call it Christianity.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because,
2: because they have an aversion to religious organization. Sure,
0: sure. But, I mean, there are people who are wrapped up around the flag. I'm American. Mm -hmm. uh, Wrapped up around their their relationship. I'm with Jenny. Isn't she hot? You know, check it out. She does all these things for me. (laughs) Right. Or their job. I work for Google. I got that job. The thing
2: about this verse, too, that I like is that, you know, our golden rule, like, we always talk about love each other, do things for other people. Sure. But this is God talking to us, Mm -hmm. saying, you stop carrying this heavy burden. Yeah. Right. You know, it's mm-hmm. not, yeah. I, I want you to do this this time. It's like, mm-hmm. slow down. Yeah. yeah. It is a personal message and not, yeah. a,
1: not a conscription. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. you know, people ask me, I mean, we were asking, I think it was a Bible study, uh, because we were getting ready for Easter, like, uh, what does Easter mean to you? And we went around and they kind of like, give us a short, you know, brief. And I just said, like, you know, t- telling you this, Rich, I feel like so... At this time you know if I had to put it in like just like a you know like a, like a one-shot sentence oh, I' yeah I'd say like uh, you know, to me it, you know and especially I, I get it in this passage too it's like the Lord's telling me hey man you're precious yeah you're precious to mm-hmm. me man, and I have a plan for you yeah you're not just out there taking up space yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you also know, you're and not you're not just you're not just you know isolated yeah. in mm-hmm. some little zone and you have no purpose at all no I got a plan and it's because I adore you, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's big stuff, it is. you know. And it's nice. It's nice that if you can if you can take that in, mm-hmm. you know. I I feel like you know. I mean, I I, I don't feel sorry for atheists because I know, you know, that, that they're struggling in the same world I'm struggling in, you know. And 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 they're finding answers that I'm probably not finding sometimes, you know. And uh, and I think you know that's. That's great. But I do feel as though, you know, there are times when everybody feels as though, gosh, man, I need some higher power. Yeah.
0: And you know? and, and I think uh, I'm looking back at Matthew 11 because um, not only this thing about rest because Jesus will take the burden, but other Christians, you know, Jesus bring is creating a fellowship where you will have – you won't be alone. You know, he's creating the disciples at this moment in time. And he's creating the church at this moment in time. A church that will help each other. A church very different from the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. So I'm reading uh, Matthew 11, verse 7. Uh, We talked about 2830. So this is what Jesus is saying beforehand. As John's disciples were leaving. So John the Baptist, he's sending his disciples. John is in prison. And John has heard a rumor. Jesus is in town. Mm -hmm. So John sends his disciples to find this Jesus. And so here's verse 7. As John's disciples were leaving. Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John the Baptist. What did you go into out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in king palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. And I'll just stop right there. Mm -hmm. So basically, you know, Jesus, he's really talking about John the Baptist and the work that he's done. But he's really also talking about himself. Mm -hmm. I am here now. You have done all of the work. And it sounds like you've been alone. And you've been, you know, burdened by this king Mm -hmm. and by the rules and even burdened by the Pharisees and the rules of God, the Old Testament rules. I'm here to, you know, to lift that burden and to help you carry it Mm -hmm. by my presence, by my explaining who I am through the parables through my works I'm going to feed you I'm going to nurture you I'm going to lecture you I'm going to walk with you
2: but also he wasn't doing it alone mm-hmm. He had someone prepare the way.
0: Exactly John he asked John, John the, the Baptist to help him. yeah and I think that's the lesson when it comes to rest because when we think about when I was thinking about work and you know, I gave you the analogy of being burdened by the task, My immediate reaction was, oh, gee, I'm alone. What am I going to do about all this? Thinking, this is just about me. No one else is there. And I think when we think about rest and needing rest, we're like, wow, no one understands what I'm going through because I'm the only one carrying this, whatever this thing is, Mm -hmm. the emotional burden or the physical burden. Like going back to my analogy of the job, I basically sent an email out one Thursday. I mean, I felt sort of selfish, but I was like, listen – I'm doing a lot of work here. I need some help. Mm-hmm. And someone came in and was like, hey, grab me, give me a box. Yeah, Let me help you out. Right on. And that felt great. Um, and we can do that, and especially as Christians. I mean, that's why we have a church. That's why we have our fellowship group or whatever. Whatever the physical or the emotional or whatever burden, not only is it praying to God and asking for the physical and the emotional and spiritual uh, upliftment, mm-hmm. But we have our friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some friends that you may not have talked to for a long time. It's like, hey, you know, can I bend your ear? Can I be the one, instead of being the one receiving the phone call, can I give you the phone call? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> and I know that we are not alone in feeling burdened mm-hmm. yeah. and exhausted and overwhelmed. And so mm-hmm. that's the other reason I wanted to bring this to the group so that any of our listeners who are feeling that way, yeah. please know that you can draw your strength from Christ. Mm-hmm. And from your community, your network, whatever you want to call it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Yeah. they're out there. Just like before, we've said, you know, it, Christ is there for you. Mm-hmm. Your network and friends and community are there for you. You just have to raise your hand.
0: Exactly,
1: and I see this. And world, don't be ashamed of that. I see this world is becoming more and more kind of just. It's like the the tribes and the groups are getting closer and smaller and smaller. It's sure. almost by design. It's kinda handmaiden's tale kind of stuff going on, you yeah, know we yeah. can't watch that show. And no, no, <laughs> it's, right, it's, right. it's brutally honest yes. is what it is and yes. very pessimistic. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I mean, you know, things are gonna be happening in this world it, and it may get harder before it gets easier. Oh, it must mm-hmm. inevitably It well. feels that way. It <laughs> feels that way politically. It feels that way on a world scale. I mean, if you want to go to Europe you know, in a couple of years, you have to take <laughs> five pieces of identification Oh, with you sure. Now. I mean, oh, it's sure. just and, – and it's almost as if they want the, our village to get smaller and smaller. And one of the things, people listening to us right now, uh, I'm in the expansion business. I'm not trying to be evangelical. I'm simply trying to say this love-your-neighbor stuff. Has I want to I make it broader. Mm-hmm. And I need the strength to make it broader. Yeah, I need to ask for that strength. I need to ask it from Reg and, and Dev,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, every week, and I get it. You know, I just I don't know if I told you that, but I do. I get a little vibe. Awesome. And cool. I get it from you know my peeps mm-hmm. at you know church mm-hmm. from time to time. Yeah, you know, which are pretty cool. But I, I'm ready to expand further. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm ready to kind of like you know make this love thy neighbor thing, you know, work beyond just my tribe yeah because i'm not uh, I'm not concerned about whether you accept me or not or whether you believe or not I really'm not concerned that's not my business I, you know uh, your, your business is to believe whatever you want to believe mm-hmm. you know uh, if you if you care about people and it doesn't hurt them have a great time man mm-hmm. you know I love that I love that but you know I feel as though my purpose is to like have that have that expand thing and I think
2: are you exploring what your option, like where how you're going to do that? I, 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 started I'm, I'm started this new, I
1: started this new food thing, you know, at, at, at church. I took mm. it away from I mean, there was this eighty four year it's old. It's like a food bank. Th- to yeah, give but a little, to the uh, yeah, a little extra thing we do okay. once a month. It's, it's called April showers, and we give sandwiches to the homeless once a month. Oh, nice! And a little, you know, service. And and it, it's, us- it's usually the old folks who've been doing it. Mm. Just a couple of old folks, and now you know, there's only like maybe two left. And there was this 84-year-old guy, or I think he was like 94, I think. he's up there. And he was cutting the meat. He was slicing the meat. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to retire you. <laughs> <laughs> you gave him the and rest. What did he say? And he said, really? I'll well, I was, I was leave the scraps for my cat. I said, I'll save the scraps for your cat, but you don't you don't need yeah. to do this anymore. That's I'll, awesome. I'll do this. And so, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> I just took over this thing, you know, because mm-hmm. it, w- it was kind of just being left alone. And it was... It wasn't just. It shouldn't have been just for the old people to do it. It'd be, it should be the whole church's responsibility. Sure. But you know, it's just a matter of somebody not. Somebody had to step up. Yeah. So, but that's just one thing. And uh, but I want to keep. I want to keep on doing it, doing stuff like that. You know, and just to try to expand my world. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to. I mean, I, I like my alone time just as much as anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, but I'm ready. To, I'm ready to. I'm ready to break out a little bit. Yeah.
0: And, you know, yeah. when I think about peace, I mean, that's a fantastic story th- that you told because not only were we talking about receiving rest from Christ, but also <coughs> giving rest to our the people who are in need, like you gave rest to
1: oh, uh, yeah. the person who had oh, been working. It just seemed time, and yeah, and, and I'm happy to be able to do it. There was a time just two years ago where I thought, like, oh, screw that. It was yeah. just a hassle.
0: But I, was, I just, I just uh, thought of something. Rest as a gift of love I haven't even thought of it that way. Mm. Yeah. Giving someone the gift of, hey, let me take care of that. I'll take care of that. Or someone giving me the gift. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. Right. I'll take care of it. Right and to know that Jesus says, hey, listen, you've had gods beforehand. You've had things that you've worshipped, which put a burden on you, a greater burden. Oh, you disobey that or you're going to die or you're going to be punished. I'm here to give you rest. That is why. That's the love that I have for you.
2: Rest as a gift.
0: Exactly. Well, yeah, I just <laughs> popped in my head. No, I like it. I'm yeah. going to think
2: on
1: that. Truly, mm-hmm. truly. Yeah. Truly, truly. I
2: think we should with that.
0: Wrap it up? Yeah. Right on. Who's, whose goal is it next? I think it's your your goal next. Okay.
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh. All
1: right. I don't know. We're <laughs> <you're> still <laughs> in Easter, folks. Easter tide now. I mean, we just started, really. I mean, I know it kind of seems like, yeah. oh, well, we found out all the eggs and we ate the bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all over now. We're now all, still
2: still all still eating eggs, salad. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're
1: still there, folks. Yeah. We're still there. <laughs> so, so it'll be, so your, be so your turn. So maybe it'll still be about the resurrection. Sure. I
0: and we Whatever were, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're cutting it a bit short because I've got tickets to see Avengers Endgame. Okay, so. okay, confess no, no. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about rest that now, but I'm going to war. <laughs> <laughs> I love this worldly stuff. I'll, I'll tell you all about it the next time around. And also the great fight against the White Walkers. I don't know if you guys are Game of Thrones uh, enthusiasts. I have, you have at to
2: all. watch last week's before t- Sunday. Okay,
0: I won't spoil it. Please so there's a lot of folks drinking and re- resting before the great fight in any case, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're nerds. We're nerds here, Craig.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to close this
1: in prayer. Sure. Okay. okay. God, Once again, thank you for trying to help us focus on your words. <laughs> you know, they mean a lot to us. And I know there's a lot of thirsty people. I know there's a lot of hungry people. I know there's a lot of hardworking people. And, uh, and they can come to you. We can come to you um, to be refreshed, for meditation, to give us love and strength and help us to do the things that you wanted us to do, which is make heaven here on earth. So please, dear Lord, thank you. And live till you die, people. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. All right, that was a good one. And here is my blurb. Faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe at all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had a horrible experience in the church which have made you turn your back to God. You can still have faith. We ask that you listen to this podcast, even challenge us, on Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, uh, Twitter, I'm at Reg Space Clay. You can find Deb Callagher at DL Carragher. Uh, Craig, we're still trying to get him on uh, social media, but that's uh, been difficult. But you can also reach all of us on uh, Facebook, our personal Facebook account. And also, uh, we have a You Gotta Have Faith Facebook page, so you can always um, let us know how, what you think of the podcast on there. Um, don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years and even now in the age of the internet and social media and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast where you're listening to it now, but just tell your friends on the Apple podcast app or really any app that you use to listen to podcasts or on iTunes. If you are one of those who listen to your uh, your podcasts on a desktop or a laptop, you can just open up your iTunes app Click on store, go on the search engine on the upper right-hand side and search for You Gotta Have Faith and you'll find us. If you use Android, download SoundCloud or just go on soundcloud.com, search for us and you'll find us. Thank you for listening and God bless each and every one of you.